Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Geeks and One Noob, where we gather friends of similar interests and maybe not so similar and discuss, joke, learn more about, and generally have fun with geek culture. Today, we're talking about the Super Mario Bros. movie. Woo! <laughs> bloink, 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 bloink. <laughs> uh, oh, Dan, you sound super excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This is a this is good movie. I like it. Oh, it's great. I'm not not griping <laughs> on that at all. It was a very nostalgic movie for I I would probably say all of us. Yeah, definitely. Like <laughs> the Mario games were some of the first games I got to play growing up, so I was pretty excited going into it for sure. Yeah, yep. same here. Yeah. Like <laughs> for me it wasn't just those were the first ones I played. The first ones I played were at a friend's house where their dad refurbished old cabinets. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty dope. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. cool. (laughs) I think first, one thing I wanted to start off with, I just wanted to commend Jack Black with his voice acting work in this movie because he did an absolutely phenomenal job with this. Yeah. Like he wasn't the only voice actor or the only actor that did well with voicing and everything, but he was definitely the one that stood out the most for me personally. Um oh, yeah. I mean just like and knowing that he's also just a big nerd himself, like you knew that he <laughs> went in with at least some level of passion for this project. Yeah. Yep. I mean the the thing I liked most about it was that like you could technically tell it was Jack Black, but it felt more like he was actually trying to put on a voice when normally, yeah. when normally, like you could definitely tell if it's Jack Black. This yeah. one's like, okay, it is Jack Black, but it's not quite as no- noticeable. Yeah, I-, I would argue that there's really only three actors in this movie that you couldn't really tell who they were. That being Bowser, Peach, and Toad. Yeah, those three characters were the only ones that you couldn't just sit there and be like, I know exactly who that is. Like they actually like like Anya Taylor-Joy didn't sound like normal Anya Taylor-Joy. Like if you sit down and really listen to it, you can be like, okay, I can kind of hear it in her voice. But she put on more of a voice than the majority of the rest of the cast did. And then, yeah, um, oh shoot, I'm blanking on his name for Toad. Um, Uh, Peel, right? Yeah. Yeah, Keegan Peel. He like. I, he wasn't recognizable at all. If I hadn't known that it was him going into the movie, I would have had no idea who voiced Toad. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Well, the other thing is, yeah. like, even even voice actors who, like, beforehand, us discussing behind the scenes, we're all thinking, "Oh no, why?" Yeah. <laughs> even even those voice actors actually did a good job in their roles. Oh yeah. Like Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong was like exactly. Uh, we we differ on that well one because him he was the like the one negative one of the two negatives I had for the movie was Seth Rogen's <laughs> voice. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't like his voice at all because it's, it's always the, the same thing. I'm Seth Rogen. <laughs> it's it's yeah. never anything unique or interesting <laughs> or well done. It's always and he straight up said, "Yeah, I'm not going to do a voice." So it's like, okay, yeah. why are you in this movie? You, like. I don't want to hear your voice in a in a movie I, when I see your face, let alone in a movie I don't see your face. Like. So I mean, I get his, that. Oh, I get that. But the way they wrote the character, it made it work. Yeah, I, that's like I, saying Aquafina's voice is less annoying because it just so happened to be a character written for a terrible voice. Like it's still a bad <laughs> voice. Just because they wrote it for a bad voice doesn't mean it wasn't a bad voice. <laughs> Hey, Gilbert Goffrey was amazing as Yago, okay? <laughs> That's a classic one. Like like there you can't really argue that one to the same extent. Like like and at least you knew exactly what he was going for. Like both Seth Rogen and Aquafina, like half the time it's just them being them and it's just their annoying voices for a character that they had to like bend to fit those annoying people. So yeah. I, I still I yeah, no, I I Seth Rogen was one of the two negatives I had for the movie. <clears throat> uh, the only thing I'll say about it is that like they 
they hired who they hired because of what they wanted, you know? So it's like that they didn't, they didn't hire Seth Rogen because he's this great, you know, voice actor. They hired him because they wanted his voice, you know? So it's, it, yeah. it's a back and forth kind of thing, but I, I can I still where... say that it was the wrong decision. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely see where you're coming from. I, I don't think it was an awful decision, but I, I, can see that it's not the best decision either. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, I mean, going back though to so the, <clears throat> the positive notes of it though, where like Jack Black, uh, Chris, like even even the Chris Pratt thing, where they were trying to like say, oh, he's not going to do the Italian voice or whatever. They did that justice in the beginning of the movie where they they uh, explained where that was coming from. Mm. Like they did it for the commercial and then they were like, well, what's with the Italian voice? Well, that's what they're, what they asked for, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, so, I mean, like they did set it up to where it was like that kind of New York Italian accent, which yes, like a few yeah. YouTubers I watch, they're like New York Italians and they sound pretty similar. Uh, yeah. to how Chris Pratt sounded in that. And they were freaking out. They were like, yes, we're there. We're, this is us. This is our family. So. Yeah, representation, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a lot of them were pretty excited for it. And they're just like, yeah, no, that's, that is a New York Italian family straight up. Like they nailed it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and okay, so what did you guys think of um, Charlie Day as Luigi? Even though that it was worked. just his normal voice, it was perfect. Like that worked oddly well. <laughs> I really don't think they could have gotten a better voice for Luigi, honestly. And I walked away from that movie wanting nothing but a Luigi's Mansion movie with just him oh, freaking yeah. out for yes, like an hour absolutely. and a half. <laughs> absolutely. Like the just knowing Luigi's character from the Haunted Mansion is just like okay, like that's exactly who Charlie day is. Like he's just always freaking out. So yeah, just like even look at like his mountain dew commercial, for example, like he was just always that guy. That's like mid freak out, no matter what he's doing. And like really yep. all of his characters kind of personify that pretty well, even with some of the mini freakouts and like uh Pacific rim. Like he's yep. just like, he does the freak out role really well. <laughs> I mean, he, he is the ultimate freak out meme. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him standing in front of the the uh, murder board. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is connected to this, and there's this internal connection here. Yep. yep. <clears throat> I feel like that would be Luigi as well. Like, oh like, for sure, he would totally go into that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he was like the perfect casting choice, and like that was one of the examples of like this is the exact same voice that you always hear from this actor, but it fits. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially like with the whole setup with him when they first got to the Toad Kingdom, and like he was around that haunted mansion with all the shy guys and the um, skeleton or the dry bones. Like yeah. it was just. Just that whole freak out. The whole time I'm sitting there, I was like, oh, okay, now I just want this to be a Luigi's Mansion movie. Like, <laughs> well, I'm, glad they, I'm glad they actually kind of threw a little <laughs> bit of that in there, too, where, like, they had him walk into a mansion. It, it may not have been the, the Luigi's Mansion, but it was a mansion, and he had his, his flashlight and everything. <laughs> it was just like, okay, this feels like the game. Yeah. Yeah. It it was just, it was done very, very well that whole time. And honestly, like it's possible that they did that with the intention of trying to kind of like test the waters to see like, is this something that the fans are going to enjoy? And like, obviously yes. (laughs) Like the the answer is just definitively (laughs) yes. Please give us this. Here's my money now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They did a fantastic job portraying that. Then also the little Easter eggs they throw in throughout, like uh, Charles Mark. So back to the whole issue of, oh, there's already a voice actor for Mario. Um, Charles Martinet was in it very early on. In fact, he's his main line in the film for his cameo is basically saying, I think you did a great job. Keep it up. Yeah. Well, he's actually actually in the movie twice. 
he's the guy that was in the um, restaurant playing the arcade game when they showed the commercial, the commercial right at the beginning of the movie, and then he's there again at, after um, they defeat Bowser and does the wahoo. Like yep. so, he's and, actually in oh, the movie twice. That's that, that's he plays, him. Yeah, he plays Mario's dad too. Oh that's yeah, it. okay. <laughs> Well, it's like, at- like everyone was like upset about him not being cast in the role, but like he worked directly with Chris Pratt for quite a while on just figuring out the voicing and everything and how they wanted to do it going into yeah. the movie. So it's not like they just said, you don't have a job here anymore. And here's Chris Pratt. Like Chris Pratt worked with him closely because Chris Pratt is also shocker, shocker, a nerd. <laughs> so, yeah. <right? laughs> Yeah, and it it just goes to show how how much respect they have for the character, it, even mm. though it's just a video game character. I feel like it 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 deserves that much respect when well, it comes to like, it. May be a quote unquote vi- just a video game character, but it's a video game character that a lot of people that are our age and have the money to just go see a random movie with their free time grew up with, and so yeah. it's like there is that clear respect for the source material, clear respect for the fan base. And we even saw that with like some of the interviews uh, with Chris Pratt leading up to the movie where they were like asking him about some of the fan backlash and some of the people commenting on like the voicing and everything. And he said, no, it's totally valid. I totally understand their concerns. I just ask that they give us a chance and see the movie. That's all I ask. He never bashed yeah. the fans. He never tried to call them out, never called them toxic. He should have said, I am, I am a fan too. Just give mm-hmm. me a chance. That's all I ask. Yeah. Yep. And and don't get me wrong. Like when I said just a video game character, like I there is no disrespect there. It's <laughs> it's a. I was more saying like it's it's a character that we grew up with, like very classic, very you know nostalgic and everything. But if you look back on all the other or on most of what he was, he didn't have very much of a talking. He really thing. didn't like, talk he, at yeah. all. It was just right. a handful was, of short lines. Yeah. Yeah. Just yep. a few little it's a me's and ooh, ah, and like, you know, stuff like that. And it's like there there's not a whole lot to go off of. Yeah. But it yeah. is very classic and very much deserving of respect because it was such a big yeah. part of every gamer's childhood, childhood. you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that speaks so. a lot to like the respect for the character that even with such few lines, everyone was just like, you better not mess up this character. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. saying like, no, we want the original voice actor, even though we mostly only heard him go, Wahoo! like we, we yeah. want the original <laughs> voice actor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So getting, <laughs> getting into like more so like, movie and plot line and and stuff like that like um like what were some of your y'all's uh favorite parts of the movie mine was like uh, david mentioned earlier just some of the easter eggs that were sprinkled throughout the movie like the um with just the the sound effects for example the fact that they kept a lot of the original sound effects even though they didn't use a lot of the original music which i will get into that complaint later they did have a lot of the original sound effects for a lot of the things like just the the items and the box the item boxes and stuff like that it was a yep. lot of that original stuff that i thought just fit and they they made it fit really well where it wasn't just like okay this was just a nod uh, to appease the fans it was like no they actually took the time to make it fit and make it work with what was happening within that scene yeah. um, they made so it like make the, sense for what was going on with right. each thing like even like the um the tunnels and stuff when he would go through mm. the tunnels that ju, 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 like there was it, it almost gave a a bigger reason for why they were doing that mm-hmm. without giving too much like like they didn't like go into detail of why it was happening but it was just like it felt like there was a reason why it was doing it at least right. you know right and i liked them like just just yeah like you said like the way that they used it and the sound effects like i that was arguably one of the my favorite parts about it because like like i said i was a little bummed about the music portion of it but the sound effects were just done so well yeah. yeah, very much well, so. So, 
I'm debating what part I want to answer uh, respond to right now. If I want to respond to the initial question or respond to Caleb's comment. (laughs) So respond to comment first. Okay. Yeah. To the whole thing about the music. um, I think they did a good job of capturing the music without just blatantly playing the music. Yeah. Um, So it was, it was a recomposition but it still well, had that very distinctive but, tone of this is Mario. But that was also not done until the end of the movie where they actually had a, like some, a recomposition of some of the original music, like throughout the rest of the movie, it was just like random eighties rock type music. Like there, there was plenty oh. of moments that they could have done. Oh no, a no, no. Recomposition of different things. They did. But like, no, there's only the one moment. no, no, throughout I, the film, there are moments where it's it's very subtle, but it's there, where you you hear that orchestra swell, but in the background, the overarching melody is the exact same, like overworld theme or uh, if it's castle theme or other music. Then that doesn't that's not like the same mesh. Like okay. they didn't have it where that music was really standing out. Okay, with the exception of the one time. Mm. See, I I. I go either way because like one way it feels a little bit more modern and like I I didn't mind it as much because there was still that subtle undertone of it um which I I feel like I noticed David what you're saying um but I I, I do get what you're saying Caleb like it, I feel like it could have been a little bit more blatant uh, blatant like it, it i don't but... need it throughout the entire movie like that right, i didn't right, need right. It, that to be the only music that they played but i wanted more than just the one standout music yeah. within the whole thing like uh, just a few moments here and there like little things that they could have done like with the rainbow road scene like there was so much music that they could have played with and done more with in that scene than they did yeah, and like there was just like it, like it was built up so well, and like Mario Kart isn't an old thing; like it's been around for a long time, but it's it's not mm-hmm. something that was made a long time ago, and we haven't seen since. And so there's like, yeah, we'll like do a teaser. It's like no, Mario Kart is still very prominent. They just released a DLC for Mario Kart last week. Like Mario yep. Kart is still very yeah. prominent. Oh, and there's so much that they could have. <laughs> <laughs> like there's still so much that they could have done. Like even just a brief track from. Mario Kart, just to like say, have that nod, just like, hey, we know this game is popular. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And granted, I will, I will say, like, it's possible that there was various copyright issues there because, like, while they were working with Nintendo directly for the movie, who knows what the contract was? Where Nintendo was just like, you can use X amount of our property, and outside of that, no. <laughs> so, like, I, I will try to give some leniency in that regard because Nintendo is not always the easiest company to work with. In that regards, but true. yeah, I, I just feel like they they could have done a little bit more. And, and like I said, like it, it didn't need to be the only music used in the movie, but a little bit more would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can see the argument. All right. So what was your favorite? Uh, <laughs> so favorite scene or whatever. Favorite scenes. And this is just because I like that those awkward dichotomies i like the oh it's a family film wait family includes the adults let's give something for the adults to laugh at too mm-hmm. lumily had me rolling the whole Dude. time on screen lumily Lum- <laughs> was so good <laughs> i just loved like all of the other people around it like it, it was the like we're not saying you're wrong. We're saying this is too real. <laughs> like yeah. all of the other characters in cages around Lumily. Like uh, it's just so good. I loved Lumily's humor because that is very much my humor. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Lumily reminded me of Catbug. I'm not familiar with that one. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, Bravest Warriors, Catbug. No. Okay. No. Never mind. <laughs> feel bad for David when he makes a reference and it's just silence immediately after. <laughs> so, like, half the time I make a reference? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, it's not that much. No, like, that scene was... Lumily's great. Like, just 
Yeah, I, I agree with David on that. That was definitely one of the best scenes. I, I think for me personally, I would just slightly edge out the Rainbow Road scene just because it was so cool and like just a whole build up and everything. And like, yeah, I, I thought that yeah. scene was done really, really well. Yeah. Then also the uh, the final flight against the uh, the bullet bob or bullet bill. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> oh, that one yep. was so good. Yeah. That, <laughs> like one thing that because I actually like rewatched uh, Mario, watched some of it during my lunch break earlier today, and the whole like Rainbow Road scene where the fact that they were actually doing the drifts and he was getting the uh, rocket boost Boots, from yeah. doing the drift, mm-hmm. I was like. Okay, that's like a little touch that, like, outside of people that play the game, you wouldn't actually know that reference. So a lot of the people that don't play Mario Kart may not understand why he was getting these random boosts during the drift. But like those of us that do, it's like, oh, they did it! They added it. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, and if you haven't played Mario Kart or anything like that, what are you doing watching the movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to gatekeep that hard. Close. <laughs> you just need to need to sit down and play the game Mario Kart for a bit. Just yeah. Well, it's okay to have fun. <laughs> let's, let's put it this way. I can understand not having played like Super Mario Bros or or things like that, but like Mario Kart is such a <laughs> such a If you basic haven't been to just game. a casual house party and there wasn't Mario Kart playing in a room, you didn't live life. I'm sorry. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So if you have not played Mario Kart, seriously, what are you doing watching the, <laughs> <laughs> no, watching they, the movie? Like, th- th- that's actually one of the big um, talking points that I wanted to touch on. Like one of the positive things is like, well, this movie was very nostalgic and it definitely had th- little shout outs for us that have grown up playing these games. There was also like, you could easily sit down and watch this movie not having ever played those games and still have a love and respect for this oh, yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> like there's, they've, it's a very fine line to figure out the balance of, like, nostalgic mixed with just kind of casual fun for anyone. And they, mm-hmm. they found it and did it very, very well. Yeah, they yeah. did. Well, even I, additionally, I like, it's... Oh. Oh, I, was, I was just going to say, I feel like that... Uh, like if they had done a bit more of this style with Sonic, I think Sonic would have done like ten times better. Like, well, I, like, like Sonic did really well. Just, yeah, the the Sonic the like the success of the Sonic movies is part of what I convinced Nintendo to like actually do a movie because they saw that right. like there was an audience for movies about gaming characters when they're done well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I was, was and, I'm more just saying like that if they had added a little bit more of like the the Sonic like world where he was uh like he can run through the, the <clears throat> twirls and and like stuff like that mm-hmm. or even some of like the the bad guys that he would fight or something like that I think it would have done just that much better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely possible that we'll see more of that in any potential sequels. Cause like with how well oh, yeah. the first and second one did, like, you know, there's going to be a third one, <laughs> like yeah. it'd oh, be yeah. foolish <laughs> not to do another one with how well those two did. Right. Yeah. Well, even with the, uh, the harking back to the Sonic movie though, they kind of illustrated a bit of a cautionary tale that to Sega's credit, they, they ride that ship quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that massive backlash of oh, no, we're going to make it look more realistic. Oh, you mean nightmare fuel for kids? Yeah, no. <laughs> so props to Illumination, to Nintendo for saying, you know what? We've already got the assets here. We're going to dedicate time to those. Yeah. So even even the movement of Mario and Luigi and just most of the other characters, if you look at the movement set, the the language, the, uh, interpretation of those characters on screen, the way they move. So even Mario's jump pose is the stereotypical Mario jump pose mm-hmm. that it has been ever since Mario started 27 years ago, 26. Yeah. Well, even like the running scene at the end of the movie, when Mario and Luigi were running side by side, like they had their arms straight out teeth posing yeah. as they were running. And that's just a classic Mario run. And so yeah. it's like there was like so much attention to detail, and like it, that's like one of my favorite things. That's why Illumination has become one of my favorite American 
animation studios is because they respect their fans and they know what the fans want with the movies mm-hmm. that they work on. Yep. It's, it's never yeah. this, we're going to just shoehorn things in and see, like, see what sticks and yeah. hope everything works out. It's like, no, we're going to make sure that this works. We are going to make a family-friendly movie that is fun for all ages, and we're going to do it right. Yep. Fully agree. Yep. yep. One of the other things I really appreciated about this, though, was the fact that they, they tie in things from most of the Mario games. So they didn't do it in the sports game. Well, I mean, Mario Kart technically is a sport. Um, <laughs> they didn't do like Mario Strikers or Mario Tennis or Mario Golf. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, they even had references to Mario Maker in there. Yeah. And they did so in a way that wasn't pointedly, hey, look, remember this thing? We made that. It was, no, no, no. This is fitting with the story we're telling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like, this whole movie, I feel like, was kind of a test to see, okay, how does this movie do? I don't think they ever could have predicted that it ended up being the second highest grossing animated movie of all time. <laughs> but, that, that, that still just makes me just all it, it makes me happy every time I, I say it or read it. Like, it's just, like, I love that it did that well. Um but it's like they went in like thinking it would do pretty well, but obviously like this was kind of an unknown. They didn't really know what to expect or what was going to happen. And then when it just started making more and more and more and more, and like theaters kept saying, no, we're going to keep it and get rid of new movies that are not doing well, <laughs> where everyone's just sitting there like, huh, we really got something here. Okay. <laughs> and it's yeah, like they, yeah. it, they already set up so much. And like one of the, cool things like just showing like not only was Mario and Donkey Kong in the same universe, but it's like, they were like travel distance between each other. Like something that I had never really thought about or pieced together until seeing this, but it opens the door so much. And it's like, why not get just a smash bros movie, a a, a link movie. Let's get a, a a Samus movie. Like there's so much that we, they can do now that, whether it stays with Illumination, which I personally hope it does because of how consistent Illumination is, yeah. um, or mm-hmm. if it, uh, other studios do it. like I do and I don't. As, as consistent as Illumination is, there are certain stories that I think they wouldn't be the best people to tell them. So if it's, if it's Legend of Zelda, and part of this is just kind of me being a denizen of the internet, I think... Um, I think that Ghibli would actually do a fantastic job trying to tell one of those stories. They would. Yeah. 100%. And I'm not disputing that by any means, but I think you and I have actually had this discussion before. The issue is that Ghibli is not as widespread a name as Illumination is. Studio Ghibli is a very big, very popular studio, not taking anything away from them at all. But outside of the anime realm, there's not a ton of people that are going to hear Studio Ghibli and be like, oh, yeah, they make great stuff. They're, like, yep. It's more so like outside of the anime world, it's just gonna be like, I'm sorry, who? Again, absolutely nothing against Ghibli. They are friggin' legends. Like, oh, so yeah. they, they, like, they put the respect on their name that they deserve. But it's, it's not that widespread name. Yeah, I, 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 I can buy the argument. I can buy the argument. I, I still think that would be something to point out like hey maybe we should start branching out from our norm yeah well i, I think that's an opportunity that's to do what that. nintendo did with this though because like nintendo doesn't share nintendo <laughs> is very much the studio that when they're done doing what they're gonna do they take their ball and go home and they leave you there <laughs> like yep. the fact yep. that nintendo said we are going to share this property and with a western studio at that and like that says a lot like who knows yeah. what they had to do and what they had to promise to get Nintendo to agree to this. <laughs> well, again, that, that speaks to the, the success of, of, um, of Sonic and everything, because it, it, it opened up the doors for them to be like, mm-hmm. okay, we can, we can make something pretty great with this and, you know, probably make some decent money going at, going at it. Right. And like, to start off with Mario, I I feel like that was like that was the right choice because it was mm-hmm. it was so classic and so 
well known that you can't and, and to do it right yeah. is yeah. is I mean, otherwise you, you you just cast Bob Hoskins for it. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like we had to put a reference into the '93 film. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like like I used to enjoy uh, that movie, but it anyway. was fun. It was fun in its own right, but it, Mario, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I definitely get where you're coming from with Studio Ghibli, David. Like I, I agree, they would make an absolutely killer movie but i i foresee nintendo probably sticking with illumination which i personally right they know how it works and they know that and they know illumination is going to show the respect to their properties true which again not saying that um ghibli wouldn't but they like illumination really like kind of went out on a limb with this one i think and saying is like give us a chance we'll see how it does like if it doesn't work out that's on us. We were the ones that made the movie. And in the end of it, like they really, I, I, knowing how Nintendo is and how they do business, like they, they earned Nintendo's respect with this. And yeah, so I, yeah. I would be surprised if Nintendo doesn't continue working with them for future movies. And, and you may be right that they may end up going a route where they just use different studios for the different titles, just to kind of keep things spread out and see who does what and how it works. Um, it's definitely right. a possibility, but I'll also say that like Illumination definitely earned their marks with Nintendo on this one. Oh, absolutely. Not going to, not going to dispute that at all. But I mean, when it comes to other storylines that Nintendo has already created, let's, let's say they go ahead and do a Metroid, uh, a Metroid series. I'm sorry. That is way outside of Illumination's wheelhouse. As much as they've earned the respect, Illumination does not do thriller. They don't do sci-fi. They don't do thriller. That's not to say they they're family friendly. True, very true. They could branch out, but I think it would be better if a a Samus a story on Samus is based more on is done by another studio. Like, okay, well, none come to mind. But okay, maybe maybe Sony Animation. I could see Sony Animation treating that one really well. Unfortunately, they're a direct competitor to Nintendo in other means, so that's not going to yeah, happen. So that one's <laughs> not going to happen. Like even like I agree that Sony could do a really good job with it, especially with what we've seen with like Into the Spider Verse and stuff like that. Like we know what they can do with a little bit more of a heavier storyline, right? Also, so, think like, about the fact that like with uh, with them doing if they end up doing a uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion, that could very easily <laughs> open them up to. A heavier, darker storyline. Right. True. Obviously, it, it with could. some comedy, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and I mean, like, as long as they don't base be, it on another M, I think we're okay. And who knows? That may actually be the route that they go. They start off with Luigi's Mansion as kind of a test to see, like, okay, can Elimination do a, a little bit of more of a darker side of things? Which, again, while it may still have a comedy aspect to it, like, there is more of a, like, spooky elements to it for kids. So, right. like, like that may be what they do to kind of test the waters. Be like, okay, how do you do with this? If you do well with this, we'll give you Samus or we'll give you Legend of Zelda or something like that. So yeah, I right. would also like to see a Donkey Kong movie. Like last oh, year yeah. was the Donkey Kong 40th anniversary and the Donkey Kong fans got no love. So like, come on, let's Aww. give it. A- <laughs> what? Y'all got Tropical Freeze. The remake on the Switch several years ago? <laughs> yes. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Tropical Freeze. That was a fun game, but we need a new Donkey Kong game. <laughs> a, new, a new Donkey Kong something. Yeah. And it, like, it, this it, is me after having complained about Seth Rogen, and I'm asking for a Donkey Kong movie. Let's just, <laughs> let's just point that out. Yeah, there is that. But I will <laughs> say that this, this does kind of illustrate, and that point y'all made is in particular of if depending on how that partnership between Nintendo and Illumination pans out that this could really pave the way pave the way for more Nintendo properties to see their way to film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it kind of opens any Caleb, you hit on this. Actually, both of y'all hit on this a little bit earlier. Um, I think if they go with the smash brothers route, we could probably see everyone's favorite little marshmallow up there too. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, 
uh, is iconic. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, like it's only a matter of time. Like it's very much an abridged reference of not a matter of if, but when. <laughs> when. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All I'm saying is duck hunt movie come on (laughs) (laughs) i wonder how they would do that like that that would actually be pretty interesting and i'm curious how they could make something like that work that'll probably be end up being ninja uh, nintendo tv or something something yeah (laughs) like like I, i really feel like we're this was just the start of like the Nintendo cinematic universe. Like oh, this yeah. is just the beginning. We're going to see it really take off. And with how well the, the Mario MCU. movie did. Yeah. I was actually <laughs> going to like make that comparison. I think this could be the next big cinematic universe because we're seeing the comic book burnout from a lot of people. And we're seeing how well the Mario movie did and how many people loved it. Like this could, I, I honestly think this could be that next big cinematic universe that takes off. Yeah. Yep. The thing that also was refreshing. Is, I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I uh, just I was gonna say I feel like the only thing that they did wrong in in that regard though is putting so many of the characters in it. Like it, mm-hmm. like I love oh. seeing them in it, but at the same time, if they're gonna build a whole universe around it, like they should have done more like cameo stuff rather than yeah, like a but, full, full scene with them. You know what I mean? Like characters that like have their own standalone games and whatnot. There were really only four characters, I guess five with Toad, but it's like Mario, Luigi, Donkey Kong, and Peach are the only ones that have standalone games that had extended roles in the movie. Like Diddy Kong was shown, but didn't have an extended part. Daisy Kong was shown, didn't have an extended part. Cranky Kong was shown, didn't have as much of as big of a role. Like, so there's, and they even showed like the glimpses of the Yoshi running in that one scene. So it's like, yes, they did have a lot of characters in it, but there's only the like the five core characters that they actually used throughout the entirety of the movie. Yeah, well, yeah. that's kind of what I mean, though. Is like with at least with like the the Kongs, like, uh, like a, as much as I love those scenes with him and and that whole Donkey Kong, like arc mm-hmm. like i feel like if they're gonna if they're gonna go with that extended universe like they could have just been like oh well at the end of the movie as a uh end credit scene or something like that they could have yeah. shown donkey kong come up and be like oh i'm putting together a team or you know like something like that you're saying it also is very poetic because the original game was Mario fighting Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong was the one that's kidnapped Princess Peach. Yeah, he was the oh, villain. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Like that old In fact, game the original of... game was titled after Donkey Kong, not Mario. Yeah. Yeah, the that original game which and they you they showed the clip of that very game being played on the box in the restaurant after they showed the commercial of Mario climbing the rafters trying to get up to Donkey Kong throwing the barrels down like right it, it, right. it was really like it kind of had to have Donkey Kong in there because those two characters started together yeah. in the games there's no reason why they shouldn't start together in the movies it, it's too poetic right. it, it's too fitting to continue and like it, it's like a kind of a subtle thing that outside of core gamers may not necessarily understand or like people yeah. that grew up playing some of those older games, but it, it's very much a connection that like those two have been bound together since day one. Yep. Yeah. So they, so, they kind of had I, to be. Yeah. That's something I really didn't know. Honestly, like I knew that Mario was in Donkey Kong, <laughs> excuse me, but I didn't realize that that was how it all started. Mm-hmm. I thought Mario was older. Yep. So yeah, no, that makes, that makes much more sense to me then. Um, so yeah, just strike what I said from the record. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, like I can understand where you're coming from. Like, had it, they done something like that, whereas like Donkey Kong was potentially the next quote unquote baddie, and then it's like they kind of join forces midway through the movie. Like that could have definitely been an interesting story, but like yeah. those two have just been connected to each other for far too long for them to not just have said, okay, like we're bringing them together for the first movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, and speaking of of other games that were shown in the uh in the movie, uh the um the game Icarus. He mm-hmm. played he was playing Icarus in in his room after uh the dinner with his family. Yep. And, and Caleb, I, no, not not um Tasty Dragon. Oh, I do. I know I know the reference. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you question my nerdness, you douche. <laughs> <laughs> I used Icarus against you in Smash Bros. one of the times we played. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'll also ha- remind you that I'm the one who actually finally won a match when you played as Icarus. So, <laughs> no, that was when I was playing as Piranha Plants. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> you nerfed yourself. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, this, like, I, is, you're dead soon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty curious to see like where they go with this Nintendo universe. Like, there's just so many fun possibilities. I'm I'm pretty excited to see. I feel like the Smash Brothers movie could be like the the big ending movie yeah <laughs> the, the, you know what i mean like the culmination the of phase of, one yeah. of the nintendo verse that it would be the end game <laughs> yes that is oh, exactly what God, i was saying <laughs> <laughs> yes there even is. after the reference i made that just hurts wow Very forced and don't care <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like, I, I, like i definitely feel like if they do the smash bros movie like that they've got to do a slow burn to it they can't just yeah. rush into it like they, they've got to do the slow build-up because there's so many other characters to introduce in this cinematic universe like they've got to yep. make it work so yeah. we'll yeah, see like, that I, in 10 years i don't know if it's, <laughs> hey, you know what i'd be okay with it if it took that long yeah same honestly here. like do the slow burn build up the story and the characters yep i i fully fully agree <laughs> All right, so I didn't get to say my uh, my <laughs> sorry. favorite scene. Oh, crap. Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I just wanted to just wanted to mention it because it it hasn't been mentioned yet, and it is absolutely I feel like the best scene in the whole movie is when he does the training, mm, the, the <laughs> training montage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. It, it was, felt well, so great first, and nostalgic. Yeah. What's that now? It was referred to, but you're right; it was not directly mentioned. No, it never was. Yes. We never talked about it. It was referred to. It was just not mentioned. That was the Mario, the Mario Maker. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. See, I never played that one, so I didn't understand it. I didn't either. Um, I just really like games done, uh, games done quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the training montage was great. Like, yes. just the whole build-up and the, like music and like peach falling asleep while he was training (laughs) yeah and and the whole lead up with like him not liking mushrooms and stuff like that (laughs) that having to eat mushrooms to to be able to get funny random little twist that i did not expect at all yeah when they're just like oh mario hates mushrooms i'm like huh well, that's ironic, isn't it? <laughs> Which is very yeah. weird because I feel like Italians really like mushrooms. <laughs> and that's why he is a standout in his family. <laughs> <laughs> the real reason yeah. his dad was disappointed with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you they mean you don't like mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But yeah, no, I, I I love that scene. It's definitely my f- absolute favorite scene in that movie. <laughs> that one was really good. That was a great scene for sure. Yep. So I, I wanted to uh, put forth a question to you guys uh, about a, like, what, if you were to pick a uh, another game movie, a uh, Nintendo game, <laughs> What would it be? And uh, and I'll just say mine because I I thought of one right off the bat was I, I'd love to see a Zelda game mm-hmm. or a, a Zelda movie. I mean, um, <laughs> a Zelda game. I've got good news for you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I would love to see a Zelda slash Link 
movie. <laughs> that one would probably have been my first pick. Um, Same. As, especially after playing through Tears of the Kingdom recently. Like, man, mm. that's such a good franchise. Yeah. Zelda makes Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> since you said oh, that geez. one i'll try to take a quick gander at my games and pick a different one <laughs> well okay so one of the things that i i think would be cool uh if they did do a, a zelda game is uh, uh, zelda movie sorry <laughs> if they did a zelda movie is to get uh matt mercer to continue has his role as Ganondorf. Ooh, that would be really cool. And actually give him like so some stoked. serious screen time. Like, man, yeah. that would be cool. Yes. Absolutely. Freaking absolutely love that. <laughs> there is another cameo. I wish they would do if they do a Zelda movie. What's that? They give Zelda Williams a role. Oh, Zelda Williams. Hmm. Robin Williams. That Robin Williams' daughter. Oh. Because the whole reason why they named her that was because when they were, when Robin and his wife were first married, they had very little. They saved up for an NES, bought Legend of Zelda, and when they had their first daughter, named her after the princess. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. That's really awesome. I like that. Huh. Well, no, that just has to happen. (laughs) (laughs) As it has been said, let it be so. What else has she been in? She she looks like she's done more, like, uh, voice acting. Really? I I, I knew she did. She dabbled in it, in acting. I didn't know what type or what all she'd been in. So she's been in. uh, She was in Legend of Korra's. Oh, really? that's the, yeah, that was the, she was on one episode of TMNT. Okay. Um, well, she's, she, well, uh, she's, yeah, the rise of five, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Yeah, she was in five episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She was in 11 episodes of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then one episode episodes of, of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 2015 to 2017. Oh, yeah. wow. And she was a character in Legend of Korra. Yeah. Kuvira. I'm trying to think who that was. Yeah, that one doesn't ring a bell for me either. Same. Sadly, Legend of Korra wasn't exactly... uh... Yeah. Oh, Oh, she was was the voice of Mother Russia in (laughs) Kick-Ass. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I saw that too. (laughs) Oh, she was one of the uh, metal-bending police officers. Oh, okay. Nice. That's fitting. She was that's actually fit, in the show Teen Wolf too. Huh. You, you know, I'm sorry, Dan. I know you love it. I've not watched it yet. It's all right. It like I like it a lot, but it's not something I think that everybody would like. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, she's got. I think. It, I think it's she's fun, got but... plenty of voice acting experience, so she could actually do really well in yeah. a Legend of Zelda game, even if it's just like a random character. Like, still, she still has the experience there, so like that could be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's so really good. cool. I like that. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good shout. But I, I have a couple movies that I would like to see from the Nintendo universe. Cause I may be the most versed in the Nintendo universes out of the three of us. Um, More than likely. <laughs> <laughs> so I already mentioned the Donkey Kong movie cause I love Donkey Kong's always been one of my favorite games, like the old school Donkey Kong country that and Mario were like the first two games I ever played as a kid. So yeah. Donkey Kong is definitely on the list. Um, but I would like to see, a animated movie of Pokemon that follows similar to the game stories and not just like the animated movies we've had (laughs) with Ash, like actually following that, which that could also be another avenue of going a little bit more of a darker route because the manga that that is based on is... is, It's gotten surprisingly um, heady. (laughs) 
I mean, like multiple Pokemon deaths throughout the series. It, it is not the family friendly game that we have today. <laughs> um, so like that could, I think, think could be really interesting, especially if they actually followed the true like red and blue characters. Like that could be mm-hmm. pretty interesting. I think if they were to do that, like that would be another one where they'd have a character that doesn't speak in red. But <laughs> <laughs> and another one that might actually be, bit of initial surprise to you guys but a actual movie version of fire emblem oh that'd be awesome like they could do literally any so like to give you the reference on it basically yeah it's a top-down strategical combat game and each of the different units and characters they have different movement ranges so they can go certain ranges and like sword units are weak to lance lance weak to axe axe weak to sword and so you actually have to like be strategic with your placement where you move the characters and make sure that they're not too close to a character that could potentially have an advantage and kill them um or if they do if they have like hopefully have enough health to actually survive the impact and like not get overwhelmed and so it's like it's a combat strategy game and it's like they're very very fun and they're like i think those could actually make for a very interesting movie i'm sorry but i've just got to take the crap out of you for this one did you just say strategical i possibly did yes i (laughs) am not running on nearly enough sleep to for critical thinking with conversation but I'm not going to say I didn't, but I also don't remember. So like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, okay. Well, that actually does change my answer a little bit, too. So, because now you brought that up, it brings up another property. But we're waiting. Go, go for it. Go for it. So, um, so as you've already hinted at, I would love to see a Metroid <laughs> series. Mm-hmm. Be absolutely incredible to see that. Um, just because that's that's one of the ones that I first got really really hooked on. Um, I want to say it was um, oh shoot, it was a Game Boy Advance title. Uh, Metroid Fusion was the first mm-hmm. one that really hooked me in. Um, got into it that way. Uh, found old copies of the old of the original cartridges where I could played through those. Awesome, awesome series. Mm-hmm. Um. That and just that that gameplay style, the Metroidvania is to me that's fun. Where yeah. you're you're like, hang on, I can't get there. That's just mindlessly frustrating. And then a couple couple bosses later, you're like, wait, that thing opens up this and oh crap, I gotta go through that room again. Daggummit. <laughs> <laughs> that to me is fun. That rewarding frustration. Mm-hmm. Um that's always been something that's always brought me back to that style of gameplay. Um, but the that other FromSoft before FromSoft was a thing, right? <laughs> oh, but the other title that um, comes to mind, pretty uh, that came to mind whenever you're talking about um, that gamut. Fire Emblem. Thank you. When you were talking about, okay, fine, you win. I lost it on that one. You said strategical. We're even. <laughs> uh, Notice only one of us was a big enough jerk to point it out to the <laughs> Fair. <laughs> totally fair. Uh, but the other series that would be really fun to see is uh, Golden Sun. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. Uh, which is very much grimdark. And since you brought up FromSoft, it's Basically, Nintendo's version of um, of the uh, the Bloodborne series, or the 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 lore of Bloodborne. Interesting. Okay, um, I, that could be an interesting one, actually. Actually, now that I say it, I'm not entirely sure that that's explicitly a Nintendo property. I know it's a Nintendo exclusive, but I don't know if it's actually produced by Nintendo. Hang on. Well. While you're looking that up, one that you said during your conversation just then made me think of another cool one, which we've already seen an anime version of it on Netflix, but an actual big-budget animated movie of something Castlevania could be pretty cool, too. Oh, that would be fantastic. 
like the the Netflix anime Castlevania was very good. So like big budget movie, I'm I'm here for it. Yep. And Golden Sun is a uh, dedicated Nintendo property. It is published by them. So okay. Yeah. Nice. I'm looking through my Nintendo games. I'm just like, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Definitely (laughs) want to see that. I'm looking through a list of all these different things, and I'm like, I have no idea what 90% (laughs) of them are. But one of the ones that I mentioned earlier... um, Defcon? (laughs) (laughs) No. Not that one. <laughs> worth it. I, totally I think, worth it. I think Kid Icarus would be a fun one to see. Yeah. Yeah, Kid Icarus would definitely be a cool one. And like I almost feel like them having his character in the game that Mario was playing was almost like a teaser's like be patient. Yeah. It'll happen. <laughs> just just give us some time. <laughs> yeah. And frankly, I think this is a series that's long gotten short shrift from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Nintendo and Nintendo fans, honestly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I I always loved like the the um like the bad guys and stuff in in that game like like, well, the, like the, the the big bads and stuff were always yeah. so cool looking even on the the little eight bit screen it was like wow yeah <laughs> the villains and the world and the character designs are all done really well for that one and they like I feel like that's one that almost plays into movie animation better than some of the other titles that we've discussed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Like, I feel like that one and legend of Zelda would probably be the two that would be able to play the most into that animated movie style with the character designs. And mind you, I used to play it on like the old handheld game boy, like, Not advanced, not color, <laughs> but like like the original, original OG or pocket, <laughs> like OG, not even pocket. Dang! Dang. <laughs> My grandmother it. had it, dude. That's pretty cool. Like that's a fun little connection there. I like that. Yeah, it was it was Kid Icarus and Tetris that I used to play on her Game Boy all the time. <laughs> I will put one quick caveat on the Legend of Zelda movie that you want, Dan. Yeah. If they bring in the weapon degradation, I will lose my crap. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That would be most of the audience, probably. <laughs> Literally, all of us are like, really? Can't even friggin' escape it here. <laughs> it's a movie, dang it. It's supposed to be escapism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, like that would be. Those are the like the big ones, I think. Like Kid Icarus, Pokemon, Zelda, Samus, Fire Emblem. Um, remind me of the name of the one you mentioned, David. I, I didn't play that one. So Golden that was Sun. Familiar. Golden Sun. Thank you. Yep. Like those would definitely be like those all would make for some really fun movies, I think. And Donkey Kong too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're missing a big one though. Mm. Duck Hunt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but like, like original or oh, Star Fox. Star Fox Star could Fox. be fun. That would be a that one. I think would be a really good one for Illumination. I think they could have a lot of fun with the yeah. Star Fox movie. And I think it would be just different enough to show their their breadth of what they can <laughs> actually take on. Yeah, um, yeah. Star Fox would be. A, I, I'm kind of disappointed in myself for not having thought of that one sooner, but I also didn't get to play those growing up. So like, I, that's another one I don't have as much exposure to, but yeah, I saw it on, on the list there and I was like, I know this is probably a big one, but I never played it. So I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> yeah. And, and that one actually gets into some of the darker lore as well. Mm-hmm. So that might be a good lead in instead of just going straight to Metroid. Yeah. Mm. Because it's it's still approachable, it's still family friendly, but it's got those elements of like, oh no, that's oh oh, Rocket's got nothing on this. Yeah, <laughs> something that I just thought of that could be an interesting family movie would be Pikmin. Eh, 
Maybe. Like, I don't know that that would necessarily be one that gets as wide an audience as like Mario and some of the other titles, but I do think that that the kids would have fun with that. Like the the Pikmin, I feel like are just made for merch sales with kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I think Pikmin and um, oh, help me out here, New Horizons, Animal Crossing. Yeah, um, I think both of those are just calm enough and just it's okay i'm gonna say something that's probably gonna spike the ire of those who have played it at least played it more in depth um i don't mean it doesn't have any those are lore are fairly light on lore compared Mm -hmm. to other nintendo properties yeah i think those might be better for like a like animated series or or a series of shorts yeah well the the, like my thinking is that almost gives illumination more to play with because they don't have that same strict foundation that they'd have. Exactly. And so like they could, I think have a lot of fun with it and just kind of create and granted like Nintendo would be heavily involved in it. Like they were with the Mario movie. So like they would kind of give them guidance on like, if there is any lore, like Nintendo would be the ones that would know. Um, But like they could, I, I feel like that's what, that would almost just be like, here's an established character slash universe, but you have a blank canvas on the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's where my thought process is. It's like, it could be something that they could end up having a lot of fun with and could make a very interesting story. Even if there's not like that same lore standing out for that as there is like Mario or Zelda or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I mean, just looking at like the, the art and stuff for it, um i'm just getting very like um like trolls or smurfs or mm. what was that um was it ugly dolls or whatever that was mm, that movie um mm-hmm. i know yeah. what you're talking about um i i can picture it i just can't think of the name yeah but it, it's giving that kind of vibe of like these are very like nondescript characters that you could just kind of do anything with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's sort of like so. the, the, the human mascot from a, uh, from community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that one could be pretty interesting. Like, th- like that's the cool thing with like Nintendo is like, well, they've got such a massive library of things that you could work with. And there's some library, like some items in the library that we are obviously forgetting because as much as we enjoy Nintendo and play Nintendo games, like there's clearly a good bit that we're not thinking of at the moment. Yeah. And so there's so much that they could do that even with the stuff that we've talked about, there's more that they can do that we're just forgetting. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I, for one, I'm pretty excited for a potential <laughs> Nintendo cinematic universe. <laughs> NCU, NCU. <laughs> yep, yep. Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Finally, a worthy rival. <laughs> nah. Uh, <laughs> no, I think honestly, I think in my it, humble opinion, <laughs> you're also the bigger Marvel stand out of the group of us. Like, I do yep. think that Nintendo could be that competitor, honestly, just because yep. hey, look at like how poorly some of the recent Marvel movies have done in theaters and look how well Mario did in theaters. Like there is a clear audience for it. Um, Yeah. No (laughs) doubt. Like, like, like money wise. Yes. It would be a, a a big competitor. Yeah. But I, but in my my own mind, no. Yeah. I, 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 I'm shaking in, in fear at the idea of, burning out on Nintendo properties. That's terrifying to me. <laughs> no, I, I see Nintendo being smarter and not like just saturating the market. Like what Disney has done with Marvel. Like I don't see Nintendo having 15 shows and four movies a year of <laughs> Nintendo content. Like I think yeah. they're gonna be smart. Cause like, even look at like the cadence with their games, like they release games and outside of a few outliers, the games come out when they're ready without major glitches. Right. Yeah. I was going to say Nintendo would do the same thing with the movies and like, they would take their time. They wouldn't rush that. Yeah. 
I was going to say, if they release their movies the same way they release games, it's what, one every couple of years? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Pretty much. <yeah. laughs> I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's only slightly start. slower than their release of consoles. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he's not wrong. <laughs> as annoyed as I am at that statement, it's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you hear the new uh, uh, Zelda games coming out? Oh yeah, it's the same day the new uh, <laughs> the new consoles coming out. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that was a direct jab at me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> So, is the next console going to be the Nintendo Swap? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure someone in their marketing department has toyed with that idea. (laughs) Honestly, probably. (laughs) Uh, Well, thanks everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. I'm sorry I talked everyone's ear off. I was super excited about the Mario movie, as you could tell with how much I talked this week. Uh, But we hope that you all enjoyed the episode. And if you did enjoy it, please share with your friends and family and definitely hit us up on social media. Let us know how you liked it. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.